Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There are historians on the honest side of life that are going to state the truth and bring up the facts of how higher-ups in the U.S. military, they ignored warnings days before and hours before. A Japanese scout sub and planes hit Pearl Harbor. Which brings me to, how did Jerusalem miss October 7th? I think we need to come back to this. Look at everything that's transpired since. You know, the chaos in America. How did Jerusalem miss this? Or did they? Would you come my way? This is the Trevor Carey Show. Did you burn On the Valley's Power Talk. Would you come my way? Of a unit of female soldiers who surveilled the Gaza side of the border. Six months before the attack, she noticed and reported unusual activity. We saw a lot of people that coming to the fence and checking the fence and trying to damage the fence and take parts of it. And that wasn't normal. It wasn't normal at all. It's unusual, and especially when it happens so regularly, like every day, every week, couple of times a day. They tested our reaction all the time. They they came and then went near, far, like they played with us all the time. She says her team reported the activity up the chain repeatedly. They didn't take anything seriously. How did Jerusalem, how did the Israeli Defense Forces, how did they, how did, uh, how did Mossad, how did they miss that attack on October 7th? I brought that up uh, pretty soon after, and we've kind of moved it to the dustbin of questioning, I think, because of the atrocities and everything else that that happened. Uh, new documents are made available to uh, the New York Times, actually put it out, a story about how Israel missed the attack. And they, uh, I guess the end of that was they didn't believe Hamas could pull it off. You know, hey, George W., hey, Bill Clinton administration before, you knew we had terrorists. We just didn't know that they would be trying to pull something in America. They, we didn't believe it. We didn't think they could pull it off thing. That doesn't ring right. I mean, this is Israel's worst intelligence failure ever, so don't. Doesn't one have to to ask the question, well, then how did they get the worst intelligence failure ever? Was it a computer malfunction? Was it human malfunction? Was it uh, we were asleep getting ready to celebrate a religious holiday? Well, that's when they've attacked in the past. So you might be a little more on guard then, right? This document, you can go look at it, the New York Times, and you can be like, well, that's the New York Times uh, that audio I just played you right there of the uh, female Israeli Defense Force uh, soldier with CBS News. You can believe CBS News and her or not. This document details how Israeli intelligence analysts knew the terror group was planning something big for over a year. 
as they say, they knew something massive was in the works. So, yeah, we got to question this. Come on. There's been, t- look at all the ramifications that have come of this. We suddenly have aircraft carriers in the Middle East. We suddenly have chaos on the streets. Manhattan Bridge is being closed down by queers for Palestine. Flipping the world upside down. They do know, right, that they would push them off that bridge if if they walked across a bridge protesting and uh, their Middle Eastern country with Sharia law. One, two, boy, you'd be thrown off a bridge like a murder weapon when somebody's trying to get rid of it quick. Well, they say this documentation exists that Israeli intelligence analysts knew Hamas had increased training and capabilities, but were rebuffed by the upper crust, citing the terror group's lack of execution. Now, I haven't heard, and I've been looking, no comment from Netanyahu's administration, nothing ever saying that this 40-page document that he saw is there, but it it detailed everything. Knowing uh, Israel knew that Hamas commandos were trading on how to assault army bases. Uh, Israeli intelligence estimated at least 60 portions of the Gaza fence would be stormed by terrorists preceded by a massive rocket barrage. This is a report via the New York Times. So Israeli officials got the battle plan, they're saying. And again, go look at it. New York Times, you can take it for what you want to here. Uh, I have questions. I would just really be sick pitted in the stomach if they found out that, yeah, they knew about it. If everything about this turned out to be true, like they're saying in these in this 40-page document, uh, that, that would nauseate that it would be a political decision for some reason that we don't know that they that control the, the world, right? You know that there are those people out there. Come on. If you don't think that, go look up Jekyll Island. But uh, Israel got the battle plan, they're saying, more than a year before it happened in documents and emails and interviews. And maybe they said this is misinformation given by some Mossad guy that's actually a Hamas guy, right? They got double agents all over the place in any kind of high, uh, high uh, area of importance. And isn't it amazing how that desert area that they really got to work hard to make it bloom is such an important focus of the world, literally like from Fresno to Kingsburg area. Uh, out there right they said uh well it'd be too difficult for hamas to carry it out again uh 40 page document outlined point by point reviewed by the new york times didn't set a date for the attack so you think if uh if it ended up they followed the blueprint there that called for the rockets and when you think about uh, knocking out the security cameras and uh, I just always pictured Israel and my picture is true because I've talked to law enforcement here who has who've gone over there and got the Israeli Defense Force tour. I mean, it was down to sensors uh, at a breakage of the fence and soldiers could be there like within minutes. Uh, it was former Stanislaus County Sheriff Adam Christensen. He's since retired, but he was on a uh, delegation of law enforcement that got to go over there and tour their security. We were talking about how that'd be good for border security. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to put a wall out there. Maybe you can't afford it. Or maybe they can jump over. But technology would say, "Hey, there's somebody there," and Israel had that technology uh, with the security cameras that could be on it and soldiers within minutes. Uh, if I recall from my interview with him, within minutes, they could basically be there. We're not talking about a huge area either, uh, point of entries there. And I, I always pictured them with like automated machine guns along the border and they'd be, they would be ready, right? And they, they had their dome for the rocket barrage, right? Even if you got a report about rocket barrage, uh, you would think, well, our, uh, our dome system will knock that down as we have in the past. 
So uh, they uh, they said three months before the attack, a veteran analyst with Unit 8200, Israel Signals Intelligence Agency, warned that Hamas had conducted an intense day-long training exercise that appeared similar to what was outlined in the blueprint, uh, adding it's a plan designed to start a war. It's not just a raid on a village. Israel could have, I mean, they could, they, they, I mean, I, I would think that at least they would be there, even if they didn't get it the minute they came over when paragliders and stuff were happening. Uh, I was under the impression, being a small area, and they have a major military influence in that region, backed by the United States of America, they have the height, that, man, they would have fought back sooner. I don't know. I'm just, Or maybe even prevented it, right? Israeli security officials said they failed to protect the country. They're not trying to act like they they didn't, uh, but they've expected they're going to assemble a commission that are going to study the events that led up to the uh, to the attack. That uh, that forty page memo again viewed by the New York Times said Hamas had purchased sophisticated weapons, GPS jammers, and drones. It said Hamas had increased its fighting force to twenty seven thousand people, added six thousand to its ranks in a two year period. Uh, I think this just a. Uh, no matter what questions are answered, I think we can answer uh, no. You should never trust a terrorist ever. No. And I know there were people in the 90s going, uh, you know, with the PLO and Yasser Arafat and Bill Clinton and getting everybody together, right? No, you should never trust a terrorist. Now now we're in a situation uh, where fighting a war they could expand to Lebanon. And we always know that in times of war, that the opposing parties, right, of uh, even in the United States will get behind a president in a time of war, at least in the old U.S., uh, that used to happen, right? We kind of set political things uh, uh, aside. Netanyahu, if you're asking why, what, why weren't they there? Well, I, hey, it's I'm not pointing the finger at him and accusing him of this, but in the past, we know that presidents have, uh, to get that war fever going, that uh, th- that can help them at times. And to be, if you step up to the plate and are a strong leader, it should help you during times of war to galvanize the country behind you. You want a president that's that way, right? But the question of how they were caught off guard, were they the caught off guard or is this like misinformation that's being put out here? I, I, I don't think so, but... Here's what it's led to. American forces have been attacked by Iranian proxies 84 times in 52 days, and Biden has done nothing. This is what this has led to. We haven't had a death yet. We've had injuries to 66 American servicemen. We've Our, our embassy in Baghdad was attacked. 60-millimeter mortar rounds. No casualties. Taking place in the Red Sea, a U.S. Reaper drone was shot down. Our troops have been attacked 84 separate times in 52 days. Yet we're not we're not at we're not at war. We've carried out six airstrikes in Iraq and Syria since October 17th, one for every 14 attacks that we have had. That Reaper drone, by the way, only it was just a 32 million dollar uh, drone that that was shot out. We're allowing them to lob rockets and mortar rounds at our troops. No. You know why the Iranians are doing this, right? Well, because they didn't get away with it. That's, that's why they're doing it. 
Uh, is there deception? It's a question that should be asked. I, I have no further proof or anything to say yes. Uh, Israel just allowed them. They wanted that to happen. Netanyahu wanted it to raise his polling numbers and galvanize a nation behind him. And Netanyahu is tied to the military industrial complex in the United States. And there were pictures in Epstein's jet. And that's why, you know, you've got people going down many avenues. I'm not going down those avenues, but we should ask how that happened. If, uh, if you heard that the uh, United States Federal Reserve Bank in Lexington, Kentucky, the most secure bank where we got government gold bars or whatever there, and that it was so easy to attack, right? It, no, it was heavily fortified, the bank was, right? Yeah, but look how easy they were to attack the ba- bank, right? And and break in and kill all the gold inside, right? We would ask questions, and rightfully so, we'd be idiots not that. How do they break into that, right? We need to, how do they break into Israel like that? They were heavily fortified like a bank. Pearl Harbor. There was quite a bit of intelligence warnings about the attack. I know people don't like to bring that up ever because that kind of pits your stomach, right? Uh, you know, uh, a lot of Americans... World War One wasn't that far from being done with. You still had people walking around with missing legs and arms and death and everybody going, ah, he'd be in his 40s today if World War One. There was a lot of death and a lot of Americans weren't really excited to get into another European war. And uh, Roosevelt uh, kind of did want to get us into, uh, well, at least he was, uh, his speeches leading up to it. And then, bam, we know what happened. FDR galvanized the country on December 7th, 1941. And uh, Lieutenant General Walter C. Short commanded the Army forces in Hawaii. And it wasn't the Navy's responsibility for defense. It was the Army then. And the Army Air Force then was, uh, the Air Force was part of the Army. Uh, It wasn't separate. They had 234 aircraft, 152 fighters, the 24th and 25th infantry divisions were there. They also had anti-aircraft battalions, and they, uh, they guarded Pearl Harbor. Now, the Navy hadn't broken the Japanese code yet, but they were monitoring uh, the Japanese naval radio communication. And they had warning. They had warning after warning, but they just didn't think, I guess, the same outcome, just like Israel, was the fact that, nah, they're, they're not going to pull that off. Well... 3.20 a.m. on December 7th, the minesweeper approached the harbor and actually saw a periscope. One of the five 46-ton Japanese midget submarines that were in the harbor and actually ended up attacking battleships. Uh, at 6.30 a.m., uh, an alert looked out, saw a small submarine. They uh, Seven minutes after that, two shots rang out from the U.S. four-inch guns that were there, and they said they hit the submarine and uh, they followed up with a depth charge, and that submarine sank, and it was located decades later. They actually found that decades later. Now, let me remind you, we're talking about in the 6 o'clock hour, uh, the attack happened at 7.50 uh, in the morning. So let's continue with this, right? The flash reached the duty officer at the at the Pacific Fleet headquarters, and he didn't sound a general alarm. He, he, he said, we need more verification of that a radar site two junior enlisted men at 702 in the morning remember the attack hit at 755 at 702 
they saw the you know how the radar does the return thing that you can see and uh it was rebounding that showed that there was uh, 183 aircraft uh, first wave of the japanese attackers and they reported these aircraft coming in about 7:15 a.m. about 88 miles distance and the switchboard operator relayed the call to his superior and it wasn't the regular controller. It was a guy that was there for training, and he listened to the report. And he goes, well, I remember we got a report of some B-17s coming in from the West Coast this morning. So there was confusion there over that. Again, uh, this would have meant we would have had hours in advance to prepare and shoot them, shoot them out of the sky. The detection of the first wave about 40 minutes before the first bombs fell that uh, imagine that they had triggered a full alarm by at least 20 minutes before the attack right i it, i know you can't just flip on a battleship just like a light switch but they could have gotten the planes in the sky right the attack should have found the the battleships and all those ready ready to fire up into the sky right but that's not what happened you know what uh, the question that's asked, and there's nothing wrong with it, because I think what we're seeing is is history is repeating itself all the time. So what I'm saying is be vigilant, be awake, because deception has invaded. This is Super Tuesday with Trevor Carey on the Valley's Power Talk. Thank you all so much. What a Super Tuesday. You're listening to The Trevor Carey Show on the Valley's Power Talk. Last night to walk Christmas Tree Lane. Pretty soon they'll have us all out of our cars and every night we'll be walking Christmas Tree Lane if they have their way, right? Uh, Boy, they were out walking in uh, Manhattan last night on the downtown Manhattan Bridge. Uh, Yes, there actually is a group called queers for palestine they were they were out uh, having a little uh, good time on the bridge last night i don't know would they actually realize that they would be pushed off here they were out chanting last night nypd kkk israeli defense forces are all the same okay gotcha Well, glad people didn't have to get to work and uh, glad uh, hopefully nobody had a baby or a heart attack. Actually, uh, have a heart attack. Uh, this Turkish politician uh, was up speaking and uh, he, boy, he had something to say. He said, Israel will not escape the wrath of Allah. Turkish politician up, up talking, won't escape it. He's a 54-year-old man. Afterwards, he fainted. His head hit the floor. He had a heart attack. Allah'ın gazabından kurtulamayacaksınız. Hepinizi saygıyla selamlıyorum. He went down. Bam. Went straight down. That reminded me of the the comedian lady saying Jesus with COVID. Remember she said something uh, and then she, bam, fell down, fainted. She was, I don't know, kind of making a uh, a bad sacrilegious joke and mixing it in with COVID. Yeah, that's that's always a good funny knee slapper, isn't it? But yeah, and everybody thought it was part of the skit. Yeah, it wasn't. No, she she went down. Speaking of skits, let's see what Joe Biden's up to lately. Well, uh, it's been uh, October 7th, of course, talking about that 
uh, quite a bit here already on this show. And boy, time flies, doesn't it, Joe? But we know this year's Hanukkah is different. It's been 65 years since the deadliest day of the Jewish people since the Holocaust. 65 years. 65 years. Yeah, go. Yeah. All right, Joe. Now that October 7th was not 65 years ago. Uh, here it is officially. Uh, you know, Joe claimed he was 100% with Israel. He he told donors at a campaign reception uh, down in Smelly that Israel had to change their government, warned support for the country's military campaign is waning in heavy bombardment of Gaza. He said Netanyahu needs to change his hardline governments, the most conservative government in Israel's history. Uh, this government does not support a two-state solution. Warned that support for Israel is waning. Yeah, eh? yeah, it just took a minute, didn't it? Yeah, if he, if he leaves office, he can go be the president of Penn, right? Uh, yeah, that's good. that'll give Hamas a little hope, right? Just hang in there, man. This, all this activism, all these temper tantrums, it's starting to work. Look, we shut bridges down, and Joe Biden will start to twist his words in public to his real, true sentiment, right? I tell you, get the U.S. to cave on this, they'll ramp up their actions even more. And he's uh, kind of undercutting, I would say, when a nation's at war, if they're your allies, right? Oh, starting to recognize a little uh, Miguel Arias there in Joe Biden. Yeah, our allies. That, that kind of used to mean something in foreign policy, didn't it? See what direction Biden wants the government to go in? More to the more to the left, of course, right? Because they say that is the side of life. This liberalism that has moved into Marxism is the way that everybody's just going to be happy. Well, you know what? Gallup polled and they asked the question, uh, are teenagers more likely to be mentally healthy if their parents are conservative or liberal? I got the Gallup poll results next. Like we even had to ask. How dare you? Yeah. This is Super Tuesday with Trevor Carey on the Valley's Power Talk. You go to department stores and they'll say Happy New Year. They'll say other things and it'll be red. They'll have it painted, but they don't say, well, guess what? We're saying Merry Christmas again. Oh, yeah. We're not going to hear that from uh, Joe Biden, are we? No. Does he even say Christmas? I don't know if he says Christmas. He can't. Oh, I mean, uh, Ryan just told me the White House Christmas card says Happy Holidays, right? No, Joe, we say Merry Christmas, man. I, I strongly disagree. Okay, well, strongly it's your card. disagree. Okay, it's your card. You can you can do what you want when you send it out there. You also don't have to put up a stocking for your other grandchild that that uh, hunters the the daddy the the dad for, right? Uh, a Gallup study is out. It said teenagers more likely to be mentally healthy if their parents are what? Fill in the blank. A, conservative. B, liberal. Ding, ding, ding for you heirs. If they are conservative, your teenagers are likely to be more mentally healthy. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. 
Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, then uh, that's why you don't send them off to liberal college because they're going to come back and, and drive you crazy. <laughs> and, and you know there's going to be anytime uh, uh, you know Christmas hits and kids come back from college, right? You got those that are just away for the first time. They've only been there four months, maybe, and they're already going to come back. You're going to take a little bit, maybe, unless you're really well established and stable and doesn't happen to them all. But uh, they said uh, this is done by scientific research, science, right? Like Fauci's that science, scientific research. So conservatives and very conservative parents are more likely to raise mentally healthy teens compared to liberal parents. A new study for the Institute for Family Studies in Gallup found the most important factor in the mental health of adolescent children is the quality of the relationship with their caregivers. The key driver are parents who have an authoritative style that combines affection and attentiveness to children's needs with structure and requirements for pro-social responsible behavior. Meaning, your success is based upon you and what you do with it and how much you focus. And uh, you have to have responsibility now because you're getting older, right? Well, I don't want it. Well, then, you, okay, you won't have anything then. But I love you. So I'm telling you this. No, you're not going to Berkeley, <laughs> right? Authoritative. No, you're not going to Berkeley. Pro-social responsibility, right? Uh-huh. Well, there you go. There's your Gallup study. Uh, because we know kids like, they like uh, structure and, and discipline, right? You always hear of the, the hooligan kids who look at uh, their friends whose parents don't let them go do what he, he, the hooligan kid gets to do. He's jealous. He wants that. They, they want that, right? Conservative parents, uh, the, uh, the poll here Gallup showed, have fewer arguments, more warmth, and a stronger bond. Uh, according to both parent and child reporting in this. Uh, factors, they said, like income and the educational level of the parent said they're unrelated, uh, observed in the study. Rich or poor, school or unschooled, if you do parenting right, they say your kid has a better uh, a better shot, right? I always go back to that donut shop in Darien, Connecticut on a Saturday. It was donut day. We, and uh, my oldest son was uh, probably, I don't know, four and he's standing next to me, and there was a dad and his son, probably about his age, and the kid was acting a fool. And he just kept begging, stop it now, stop it now, quit it, stop it, we're going to stop, stop. And the, and the kid would, I'm going to count to three, you know, getting him to count. And as parents, we've all done that. We've all done the countdown thing and the and the bartering and negotiating, right? But this is in public, and this kid was just acting acting crazy and i remember i looked down and even at four we gave each other the look of like yeah right i mean i was so proud of the four-year-old looking at me like can you believe the look on his face can you believe this kid uh right i was glad that he was so so well behaved and we got back to the car and i i said uh that kid deserved like oatmeal not donuts right he goes yeah that wasn't right acting crazy uh like that so even a four-year-old can detect those kind of those kind of things right uh well uh I guess. Hey, did anybody, speaking of donuts, anybody get their, their Krispy Kremes today? I totally forgot about it until I just said donut right there. You buy a dozen, you get a dozen uh, for a dollar after. 
Uh, and I would say, well, maybe I could just freeze some of the, and I'd eat them all. If they were in the Krispy Kreme or like crack or something, man, it's, it's addicting. It, and I don't care if they're hot and fresh right off the roller, which is extraordinary, or even in the fridge where that sugar gets a little crispiness, you know, a little cold. I like them hot and cold. I've never gone frozen with them and then taken them out. Man, if I'm really planning on like buying five dozen for a regular price and freezing five free, something's wrong. I got to stop thinking that way. That's 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 a that's a crackhead thought, right there. Right. Uh, well, we've uh, wonder what's going to happen with Trump now with the Supreme Court and and Jack Smith. Boy, they are on the war path, aren't they? Uh, Tucker Carlson had Kid Rock on the show, and Kid Rock and Trump they like. They play golf and, I don't know, throw Bud Light cans in the air and shoot at them or something, right? I How does he seem? Can't tell. Really? No. I mean, when we're golfing and we're hanging out in, in different scenarios here and there, it's um, his spirits are always up, and he's, he's, he's always talking about this country. He's always talking about this country and how he wants to win for it. He likes to win at anything. Yeah, that's true. Anything. When we're golfing, like, you know, I want 100 bucks from him at the UFC. <laughs> I don't think he was too happy about it. <laughs> but what'd you bet on? We were betting on fights. You know, we we're just picking guys. You know, to make it more interesting. Yeah. And um, man, somebody that's that's in that office, in any office, that wants to win for this country, I'm in. I've yeah. never seen anybody that wants to win for this country like that guy. I don't think we'll ever see anything like it in our lifetime. To me, he's the greatest president we've had. Well, I agree there, Kid Rock. Well, I don't. Um, close running here. It does require, however our best effort, and our willingness to believe in ourselves and to believe in our capacity to perform great deeds, to believe that together, with God's help, we can and will resolve the problems which now confront us. And after all, why shouldn't we believe that? We are Americans. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to have all the IEDs thrown out in front of his administration, even though the the Ted Koppels of the world questioned the Reagan administration. Uh, had nothing like having a Nancy Sal Park Pelosi and the Chuck Schumers and the nasty Hillary Clintons of the world coming after you, right? Uh, well, there you go. You, you can rake them how you want. I, I'm still going to put a double R there at the top. Yeah, yeah. Trump, it's okay, man. You got another... Show off in the second term here. Show off. I mean, beyond. And who knows? Who who knows? Because I have to do look at the defense and see, you know, how much defense you had up against you. I'll give you extra point credits for that. Tucker was asking Kid Rock about, you know, with everything going on, he, 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 does he seem like unaffected by it? And he's unaffected, in your experience, by everything that's happening. Oh, is he pissed off? Sure. Yeah, yeah, but he doesn't seem broken at all. I don't want to speak out of school, you know, but, uh, you know. Yeah, who's not going to hem and haw a little bit about the, the people that are doing this to him? You know, these people in New York. It's a freaking joke. Who's, yeah. who's not going to hem and haw? That's a little Michigan, right? Hem and haw. Actually, that sounds a little more Tennessee-like, though, uh, than Michigan, right? Who's going to hem and haw? I'm, I, I think I'm going to put that back in rotation. Uh, you had all these liberal protesters out there hemming and hawing, uh, right? The, they're not going to stop. The New York Times was hemming and hawing. They had an end-of-days Trump apocalypse story. Here was a headline. Trump has a master plan for destroying the deep state. What might Trump do in his second term? Well, that actually sounds good, I guess, unless you like the deep state uh, out there, right? He's not, uh, 
He won't admit to it, but you know he will not repeat the mistakes that he made in the first term. That He's not going to admit to it. He's not going to sit back and go, I should have sent the National Guard in and stopped those rioting in Seattle and Portland. He, he's not going to admit that. Maybe I shouldn't have been pushing that vaccine so hard on everybody and thinking like that. Maybe I shouldn't have given Fauci control, power. I think he knows that he shouldn't have done that. So let's hope he doesn't repeat the mistake from term 1.0, right? And all his political appointee positions, he'll be way smarter this go around uh, in DDO, right? And every president has like 4,000 uh, 4, appointed positions to fill. Uh, you got to hire like 100 people just to go out and create teams to go in and – Right, it, it, that to look into four thousand people to see if they're the right person for the job. I couldn't even think of like I was about to say forty, maybe four. I mean, right? But with Trump circle and think how many people are? Hey, Donald. I mean, Mr. President. What about an appointed position? Remember what we did for you and your construction company. You know, how many people come out of the? the woodwork, right? Uh, you can actually submit your resume online for all the jobs that are that are listed. It's called the Plum Book, P-L-U-M, Plum Book. Hey, why submit your resume online, right? You can tell people, yeah, I'm, I'm up for the uh, secretary fill in the blank position, right? Well, you're really not, but you are if you, I guess, applied for it, right? The, uh, you know, we have seen everything that was thrown up against him. He he couldn't do anything with the border or every time he tried to do something with the border, they would, uh, you know, get, boy, you're creating a concentration camp, right? Uh, well, we'll have to figure out the, the end of the world apocalypse if Trump gets arrest, uh, arrested. Uh, if he doesn't get arrested and is actually out re- ready to run for the presidency, uh, I hope it's the end of this world, the build back better world that they've created. I would love to see that. The Obama movie on Netflix. Has anybody has anybody seen it? Uh, the the end of the world movie, the, the saga that came out with that, and and thinking about somebody that's a former president. Uh, it was actually a book that was out, and Obama read the book, and uh, you know he's got his deal with Netflix and all this. I don't know if he was like, all right. Uh, Quiet on the set. Three, two, one. Action. Michelle, go ahead. I don't know if he was, how involved he was with the filming of it, but I'm going to come back and I'm going to play you the trailer of it. And actually, the premise of it is so real. It can so happen. It could happen before I'm off the air at 6 o'clock. It could happen the very next second. What are we talking about? EMP. Electric Magnetic Pulse. Nuclear explosion in the upper atmosphere. That's what would happen. Everything would go silent. EMP, end of the world. Boy, that's a Super Tuesday. This is Super Tuesday with Trevor Carey on the Valley's Power Talk. Can't imagine failing a test by giving an honest answer. Actually, the truthful answer, but this is a new world that we live in, isn't it? Isn't it something, right? Uh, Yeah, this guy, this student, a Seattle, Seattle student, 10th grader failed a test part of ethnic studies because he acknowledged like reality. The two of the questions revolve whether men can get pregnant and whether only men have penises. Hmm. 
he gave the correct answers, but the teacher gave him a failing grade because those answers ran counter to what the lesson plan says. True or false? All men have penises. He said true, which is in fact true. The teacher penalized the answer, making it incorrect. I guess the teacher claimed that a women can have a penis as well. Question seven, true or false? Only women can get pregnant. Again, he marked true because only women can get pregnant. And again, the teacher gave him a failing, failing grade. End uh, of the world. Speaking of end of the world, I told you about the Obama movie that's out. Uh, Netflix. Uh, he, here's a little bit of the uh, of the trailer here. Let's go see. It's called Leave the World Behind, and it's how the world ends. And it probably actually is how it will happen. The traffic jam scenes are definitely it, right? EMP? Oh, my word. Let's... There's something wrong with the TV. It's all messed up. I wonder what that means. Well, what could it mean? It could be over in a couple of hours. You know something. I'm sure this will turn out to be a big nothing. We'll look back on this one day and laugh, I guarantee you. I think that ship is heading towards us. Oh. What? What, what? What does that mean? We shouldn't speculate. Haven't you been picking up on what's going on out there? I don't want to panic over nothing. I don't think this is nothing. We're in this together until things get back to normal. There is no going back to normal. Get in the car! Whoever's pulling the strings wants us to finish it. We're going to be okay, right? Yeah. And when this pandemic ends, and it will end soon, we're not going to go back to normal. No, no, uh, but it, it couldn't be a uh, Barack Obama, Michelle Obama production piece unless you had to mix some race, some racism into it. Yeah, had to, had to make sure that the majority of your voters had voted for you twice, white America. Uh, you had to you had to slam on them, right? Check out this super fun scene that uh, Obama slipped into the movie. I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone. I'm asking for you to remember that if the world falls apart, trust should not be dulled out easily to anyone, especially white people. Even mom would agree with me on that. Especially white people. If trust does come back to the world, we can dole it out to people, just especially those white people. Greta, come on, you're white. How dare you? Yeah, there you go. How dare you say that, right? Boy, they know how to divide a nation using race, don't they? <laughs> they sure know how to do that. Uh, if you're a new California inmate and you've been released, there's a program that's going to give you cash. Uh, cash, and that's not government cash. That's 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 your cash. That's my cash. That's that's taxpayer cash. They're going to get a direct payment of two thousand four hundred dollars, along with counseling, job search assistance, and other support. It's going to be distributed in a series of payments, and there's no way to track the progress. And I don't even know the accountability process of it. Right? That's just what you need, right? When you get out, right? Stipends without accountability. What's that return on our investment going to get us? Yeah, it's in the long list of the zaniness going on. And uh, I don't know. Do you do you think uh, Joe Biden's going to be at the next State of the Union? I said last year that was his last one that we heard. 
they got to have some plan going on, right? I mean, this cat can't stand around saying October 7th was 65 years ago. We know who it is. Governor Satan, dipty doo right here. We'll talk next. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.